0: Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad. Squish. And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer. And BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library, and with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane.
1: Time on improvised weapons.
2: Cause what right. we could do is um
1: Kill Yarfic.
2: Ringo, George, Pete Best, and Stu Sutcliffe. Yeah. This feels important. To me. The guys
3: in scheduling are always razzing me like this. Dutch, touch, touch. Can't
4: dig a hole without breaking a few eggs, right? I'm pretty no, sure the no. phrase is you can't make an omelette without digging a hole.
0: As the holidays fast approach, we just wanted to say happy Whatever you celebrate, or if you celebrate nothing, happy holiday season being almost over and everything going back to normal. Whichever message applies to you is the one we want you to know comes from our heart. Now, let's hit it and crit it.
2: Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the gang made it into the feast. They managed to forge their invitations and pick up some great new fantasy names like (laughs) Ringo, George, Pete Best, and Stu Sutcliffe. Those classic fantasy names. Classic fantasy names. So they managed to bluff their way in and get into the feast proper uh, where they were met with a lavishly set-up table full of all kinds of meats, snacks, charcuteries, cheeses, breads, whatnots, And they began to mingle, see what they could do. They all sort of took up posts in different places to see what they could overhear. Uh, Cassian overheard a conversation between Tizo and uh, someone named Hevroster about Hevroster's fears about what could go wrong. Ildov overheard a conversation between some goblins and a dwarf about omelets and digging. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) Yarfik got a good look at a gentleman that had a large pair of bright red wings and what looked like a branding iron. Eowyn ate meat. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Aren't all elves vegetarian? No. No.
2: And uh, soon after, they were all beckoned to take a seat at the table because their lord was about to attend to them. Elders came out of the front double doors of the library and addressed the crowd, speaking of their history and what they were meant for protecting this world from the weak by culling the weak from it, leaving only the strong, saying things like uh, anyone who survives their cleansing flame uh, deserves to and anyone who falls to it was already dead. And then surprised the crowd with two things. First, he brought out Sir Theraphid, who was tied to a table and left him out uh, within view of all. Uh, He then handed the proceedings over to Tizo, who, after hitting a small button, caused a large section of the ceiling of the cavern to disintegrate, uh, about the size of a football field or so, allowing the shining, setting sun to, to come through, landing pretty much directly on the table. And at that very same moment, from behind the library... Amidst the sounds of a squealing Cassian, a (laughs) floating ship appeared, settling (laughs) over the front of the library.
3: Some sort of aerial boat. Yes, some (laughs) sort of
2: aerial boat. And Elderzone labeled it as the platform from which he would view the Great War. I feel like
5: it's going to have to be renamed at some point.
2: Uh, And Elderzone then retreated into the library, beckoning everyone to enjoy the rest of the feast, to eat, drink, be merry, and then rest well for Tomorrow is the day that we will march into a new age. That is where we pick up.
5: So Cassian's been squealing like a Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. Yes, Cassian
3: I
2: was is bouncing is... in my seat,
3: like biting my knuckles. You know, it's like
2: he is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Someone has gotten a fire hose out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the decanter of endless water. Yep. Uh, everyone at the table uh, still like gregariously chatting with each other. Now, uh, you know, reaching, grabbing food, grabbing drinks having a a carouse mm-hmm.
5: i'm still listening in but i'm going to be edging closer to therapy just testing the boundary of how close i can
2: get to him. okay um there are some some folk are like getting up sort of stretching their legs a little bit sort of going off to have slightly more private conversations but still like every so often someone just like points up again and is like that is incredible you guys that's remember w- that well that's cassian the entire that?
3: time
5: yeah that was so mm-hmm.
2: cool Cassian is holding a goblet under his mouth to catch all his drool. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Am I anywhere near Havroster or Tizo? Uh,
2: yeah, Havroster he- he- and Tizo were both... Uh,
3: Borth.
5: <laughs> were they both... <laughs> uh,
2: were both... That's a word. Both uh, near the head of the table, sort of at, at like, Elder Zone's right hand. Uh, Quote, unquote, um. hand. <laughs> And, uh, so you're, you're, you know, you could, you could get closer to them. Yeah. You're sort of about a table away.
3: I'm gonna sort of pretend like I saw something on the table that I really w- wanted, like some food item that I, that's near a roster that I needed to grab. And, uh, as I'm sort of, like, reaching past her to grab it, I'm, I'm gonna look at her and just sort of give the concerned expression and just say, why, why so nervous? <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> Enjoy yourself.
4: Whoa, well, uh, I, I.
2: I feel better now. Uh, everything seems to have worked out somewhat okay. Just you know, I, 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 someone's got to worry, right? Otherwise, who knows what's going to happen?
3: Mm. Were you in? Uh, were you in charge of this display? My gosh, you pulled it off magnificently.
2: Oh uh, no! This this is not me. This uh, I would, I'm, I'm the the head scribe, so I, you know I, I chronicle everything that we've been through, and 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 I also sort of act as as herald of uh, of our lord. So you know I was just here to, to introduce him, but I I'm also the one that he tends to air his frustrations to. So uh, you know I just have to just have to cope with that.
3: Fascinating. What is it like being so close to the big guy?
4: <laughs> um. It's, it's an honor. I would have to say that it's an honor. Of
3: course you have to say that, but just between us, just between us, chickens, you know, give me the dish. Um,
2: I'm not sure I understand the phrase. <laughs> we're not, we're not, chickens. We are, we are proud. And I cast polymorph on Cassie. Mighty words. <laughs> you, however, are a chicken. Yeah. Let's of
3: speech. Figure of speech, Havrasta. I mean, I mean, sorry. No, I'm not going to use your name. Sorry. It's a figure of speech. I mean, uh, uh, sorry. What's your name?
4: Oh, Havrasta. Uh, Havrasta. And, and I'm your, just saying. Your it's name? A
3: party. Your what? name?
2: What's your name? Your name? Ringo. Your name? How many times do I have to ask? What's your Delighted name? Delighted
3: to meet you. Ringo. Yes, my friends call me the Octopus's Garden.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? I see it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
3: Uh so he's got a bit of a temper though i can imagine that a lot of stress
2: well you know he's he's type a yeah
3: <laughs> so i have to ask and maybe this is a silly question <laughs> how exactly does a floating ball of eyes pilot a ship
2: oh uh, i i i wouldn't know uh you'd, you'd really you'd probably want to speak to tizo about that
3: of course the Gearhead. that makes sense yes well um it was lovely to meet you, Havroster.
2: Uh you you
4: as well. Uh Oct- Octopus's garden?
2: <laughs> that, hey, are
3: we friends? We're friends. <laughs> Put her there. I'm just going to call I you G. Mm-hmm. you know what? I like I love that. Short and sweet. Can I call you H?
4: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't change. And I sort of uh, pat her on the back and sleeze over to Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Sleezo to Tizo. Sleezo to Teezo. Teezo uh, uh, is, is sort of still atop her rhino, uh, just like looking up and marveling at at what she's been able to accomplish. Um, several people have sort of come over in turn to congratulate her, and she is uh, currently speaking with, with uh, an elf, a an, uh, uh, female elf.
3: Okay, I'm going to sort of just like wait politely for a second and sort of eavesdrop to, you know, just act like I don't want to just butt my way right into the conversation. Sure. We can pan away from me if somebody else wants to do something, too. But.
2: Well, Yarfik wanted to edge towards... Therafid. Uh, Therafid, the right? Yeah. At this point, once again, like, people have broken off from the table. Everyone is sort of enjoying the, the fair, F-A-R-E, that is available. And people have also sort of taken notice of that in that he's been left there. Some people have, like, maybe walked up and just ridiculed him a little bit. Been like, you know, why are you being such a coward? Join us and, you know, get on the real team. Some people have thrown food at him. So he's not, it wouldn't be completely out of the ordinary for you to approach him. him. Yeah. So you certainly could make your way over,
5: right? I, I want to like gauge, get a look at like how he's actually doing. Is he still floating, or is he?
2: No, no. The table has been settled on the ground. It's it's just like upended. Oh, and it's he's tied to the top of it.
5: Yeah, the... uh, I'm gonna like, get as close as I can and just kind of see where my boundaries are with this. I, if I can reach out and actually like, touch him or something like that without them getting upset, like reach out like like I'm looking like what the hell is that?
2: Um. So you uh approach. And you sort of reach out like you're like you're poking at him. Yeah,
5: like I'm poking him. Like, is he real? That type of thing. Like, okay. really, this is
2: a... And you uh, you poke him sort of around the the midsection, mm-hmm. and you can see him like wince. Like, there's probably a bruise there where yeah. you did it, but you're able to touch him, and there's no okay. there's no like barrier or anything.
5: And and the Nothics aren't like eyeing me weird. They're just kind of nope. Okay. Oh, they're still there.
2: Yeah, the Nothics are still there. They did not retreat with the uh, Okay. Him. Right.
5: How? how cl- uh, so I'm getting as close as I can, so I'm, like, away from people. They can't really hear me-ish. I mean, how close is, like, the? is there a ring around him? Like, what's going on?
2: No, he's just tied to a okay. table.
5: So I'll get as close as I can, and I'll try to whisper so he can hear me. So Therophit, it's Yarfek. I know I don't look like myself. We finally got in.
2: We're here to save you. He sort of dejectedly picks his head up and looks at you and... Stares for a moment with his head cocked And then there's a moment of recognition Imagine
5: like a really luxurious beard And not a concave chin
2: What happened to your face?
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's not important right now Right now what's important is How are you? Are you in any at all shape to maybe escape?
4: You
6: look
2: like a thumb (laughs) (laughs) There if it focus, focus (laughs)
5: literally tears start welling up I know um, I'm well I'm, aware of my appearance
2: I'm sorry uh, it was just no shocking uh, your face is like smelling salts uh, <laughs> think, I, I, think of it as an extra added bonus I'm I'm not in a good way uh, what have they done to you uh, well we, we lost the battle at the gate and I got a, at least a broken arm and several broken ribs and they fed me, but that's about it.
5: Have they? I can I insight and see if he's if I can tell if he's like himself that I've known or something? Because like I just want to make sure he's not already mind controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh, nineteen.
2: He's not. You don't see any of the telltale signs of mind control, and you've seen mind control before. You've been mind. Control. You've been mind. Yes, I'm before. very well. Well he's, aware. He's not showing any of those. He looks like to, to be in control of his faculties.
5: Where did they keep
2: you? I was. I, I, I was kept at Eldrazone's side. He's been proselytizing to me, essentially. I, I, I can't even imagine. Uh, he's
5: going to probably bring you back in there. We're trying to figure a way to to get you out and fight this somehow, but we've been hitting a roadblock everywhere we've been going. Jarfik, look me in the eyes. <laughs> but look, look look at me angrily. Make it I take, am make going take... to in a second. Hold on for one second, and I go... How dare you say that to me? And I go up to smack him in the side. Mm-hmm. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to cast greater, uh, sorry, cast uh, cure wounds
2: on him. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it.
5: Right. He's still going to take damage because I'm going to punch him. But yeah. I have to roll for cure wounds. I don't have to roll how much he gets, right? Yeah. Sorry. I was like, I'm not rolling from the head. Uh...
6: While John is doing this, I wanted to go up to Ildub and say, maybe you can communicate to Theravid with telepathy.
1: Uh.
6: <laughs> See if there's anything he can tell us.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, okay. What's wrong? <laughs> We're at a party! Right, I know. I was going to, like, flirt with some people.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, so it's. I um, wanted to go see what's up with that big dude with the wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's totally ill, type. Yeah.
1: That's 22
5: points of um, healing. 22 points of healing? Yeah.
1: I guess he's kind of near therapist oh. so I could just...
3: hey. Speaking of the big dude with the wings, what about the other thing that flew down in there in here what, what happened with that
2: yeah where did it go did we able... so did mean, it, didn't, didn't, it, it but... didn't fly in within the dome it flew down into the cavern right from from Where in the cavern though um, so it was kind of kind of hard to track because of all of the other things you were seeing and your delight over the airship it, it may not even have landed yet wherever it was going. Okay. But it's sort of, once it came through the hole and once it u- wasn't under the light anymore, it's, it's like super hard to see it against the cavern ceiling, which is very dark.
3: What did it look like when it was in the light?
2: Kind of like a gargoyle, maybe? It sort of had a similar outline to it, but bigger.
3: Okay, so bat wings, humanoid
2: shape. Not. Ne- I mean, the thing is, it's not necessarily bat wings. It was just wings and a roughly humanoid how, how shape. How much larger? Than a gargoyle, you'd yeah. say probably a solid, like, three to four times larger. But it's not, like,
5: giant size. No. Okay. So it wasn't, like, a giant it's, statue.
2: It's not giant size. It's,
3: like, what, troll size? Like, what are we...
2: The body was probably roughly the size of, like, a very large ox. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Interesting with a wingspan to match.
4: Okay.
6: <laughs> Nothing really I can do at this point. I'm just still listening so, uh, and conversations.
2: So, you you uh, punch him in the side. What's your strength modifier? My strength modifier is
6: plus three.
2: Three. So you do four points of damage when you punch him. Right. Uh, but then you also heal him for 22 points. And he sort of gives like a,
5: thank you. Don't
2: thank me yet. I, Yarfik, I wish you hadn't done that. Don't waste your magic on me. I'm not wasting it. Yarfik Shut your mouth and listen to How me. dare you speak
5: to me like that? Oh my mad.
2: Yarfik, don't waste it on me. I'm not going to be able to help you, okay?
5: How can't you? You are the only one that can control the tempered steel if we have any chance to have
2: any help. Weren't you listening to anything he said? He gave you the answer. Cut off the head. Everything you see around you here falls apart without him.
5: Yes, it does. But we are only what we are. We need every bit of people with us, just like he has them you around him. You don't
4: have the
2: time. Once he gets above ground, the war machine is on the march. He's alone right now. Oh, and I'm not leaving you behind. Yarfik. Therafid. I appreciate the sentiment, but you are a fool. hmm <laughs>
5: Then consider me the biggest fool ever. Because I'd rather be a (laughs) fool with friends than a a brave asshole running in unarmed and unarmed.
4: What do you mean unarmed?
5: He can stop magic with his eyes. And also I lost a hand, but that's beside the point. Which hand? Oh, you can't tell?
4: Oh, that's great.
5: (laughs) I gesture with the shoulder that has it. I can't show you because if they see it, they will know I'm here.
2: Perhaps I can help him. What? He sort of motions with his head towards his right arm, which he's unable to move because that's the arm that's broken. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. But that's also the arm that has his granite. The marble hand
5: yeah. Oh, right I forgot about the arm. I didn't.
4: Yarfik, like I said, don't waste your magic on me. There is one thing I can do to help you
2: right now. What is it? Take it. I can't take your arm. Take it. I physically
5: can't rip it off of you. I'm not that strong.
2: No, it's not. I can release my hold on it. and You can take it under the guise of claiming it as a trophy. I I don't care. Sell it to them somehow, but take it and then use it.
5: I am not going to leave you behind, but I am not going to spend my time wasting it here. Yarfik. You are getting out of this if it kills me.
2: Okay, so then you're going to die, then, is what you Yes, you're saying. I, will f-
5: I will die if I have to.
2: Yarfic, you're better served getting this done now and saving me later, if it's possible. But saving me now doesn't help you at all. It only wastes the limited resources you have and, more than likely, alerts all of these people to what you're doing. You've already spent a lot of time talking to me. It is, and I'm about to end it right now,
5: but you're right. But believe me when I say, you're coming back.
2: Yeah, let's cross that
6: bridge later, <laughs> you
2: uh, well. uh, He's going to promise that. <laughs> and he, uh, he spits in your face. Good.
5: Whoa. I take my hand, I wipe it off. Maybe the weak should be taken care of now and not given a chance to convert. And I elbow him across the head, as I ta- and then I come down and take the arm off. I'll be keeping. This is a remembrance of your failure.
2: Roll uh, performance. 15. You say it loud enough for others to hear it, obviously, because you're putting on a show. And uh, a couple of people throw up an arm and they're like, yeah, you tell him, show him. Uh, And and someone like throws a a shrimp. uh, (laughs) How how, how fitting. How fitting. Yeah. Leaving a, leaving a little a little red sauce mark right there.
5: How close are we to the ocean? Is this shrimp even really good, mm. or just... It
2: teleportation. No. It's that cave shrimp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the underground pools. It's all white, not pink. Yeah. And yeah, it looks like they bought it. Nice. And I, I hold it, I hold it. Yeah!
5: yeah! And I give him one last look, and I wink horribly. Both <laughs> eyes?
2: Both eyes. Okay.
5: The classic Yarvik
2: wink. And he sort of lets his head loll down again. What are A1 uh, and Eldav? I don't know to. what to do with the hand. But...
1: Um, Eldav is approaching the the red winged man.
6: I was watching the conversation between the two of them.
1: Okay. Um.
5: One more thing before you get to your thing is, uh, at that point, also I take the fist as it is and I do this to it, just to signal you guys, but also to look weird. But just pointing to the arm, doing the doing oh, the, right, the, the telepathy, telepathy thing. thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, I kind of wave that off. Oh. Um, <laughs> I figured as, figure as much. So you approach... She's like, give yeah, yeah, a second. Yeah, I'm like, just you, you like, give You approach the a second. red-winged gentleman. Yeah. Please hold. <laughs> Please <laughs> yeah. hold. Your call is very uh, important to us. Just like very, you know, flirtatiously. I'm just like, oh, did you see that ship?
0: <laughs> That's <was> wild. <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs> and like, Lord. I would never, but... Wouldn't it be weird if someone stole it? <laughs> Why would you? Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Without uh, turning his head um, and still standing. He never took a seat when right. everyone was invited to sit. He, he remained standing. Um, and his wings sort of not not unfurled but like, you know, stowed at his back. says, it was very impressive. And yes, it would be very strange were someone to steal it.
1: Wow, you are just a hard nut to crack. <laughs> What's your name?
2: This is the first time he sort of actually, like, turns his head slightly. Just just enough to get you in his eyeline. Mm-hmm. And and you can see it's, like, it's side-eye at best. But mm-hmm. he's looking at you, and he sort of looks down at you. Because he's tall. He stands with a uh, solid two heads over you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He sort of looks down at you He says, I am the Chelian.
1: Well... I'm George. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for the chat.
6: Uh, <laughs> you doing anything after the party? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. like what's your- Are you into rods?
5: <laughs> Whoa. What? He's got an iron well, stand. Yeah. stand, but like, that's <laughs> fucking weird.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, I like your wings. Uh, hit me up later if you want to hang.
2: <laughs> I will be busy. I have much oh, work course, to do with Aurelian yeah. and indoctrination.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> indoctrination. <laughs> well, <laughs> Elder Zone forever.
2: <laughs> May Elder Zone reign.
1: Yes, that's what I, yeah. That's what I said. Forever though, forever right? Forever though, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna. Then she just kind of backs away and is like, "Well, I don't really know where I was going with that," but. um He hmm. uh sort of
2: gives like, just like a small flap of his wings as you walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a dismissive, like. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> almost, back almost to what a I shiver. was doing. Yeah. Hmm. And then he his head forward again, and yeah,
5: he turns 360 like an owl and just. Yep. Gets back to
2: eating some shrimps.
1: Um, and then I. Look That's at why his your... wings are so
2: red. It's all the mm-hmm. shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a flamingo
6: then oh. <laughs> I have plus twelve against Flamingo. <laughs> it's your one skill yeah. you never know. use Yeah. Um, it's the only feat I took. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Idol champions of the Forgotten Realms Code Time. Here is this week's code. M-A-K-E-Z-I-N-C W E- L-T. That, that code again is Make Zinc, Zinc Welt. Zinc. And it's good until December 24th. Make Zinc, Zinc Welt. Words to live by. Now, back to the show.
6: So I was watching the conversation between Theraphid and yarfik And while I couldn't see Yarfik because he was facing away from me, I could see Theraphid. And I could understand every- everything he said. <laughs> yes, you oh. can read his lips. <laughs> I can read his lips. So I was like, he's a yeah, we gotta kill, he's alone in the library. We gotta get to the library.
5: Which I was literally about to say to Lindsay. You know, yeah, yeah well, a-
1: yeah, now I'm connecting to Africa and going, yeah. what do you want, kid?
6: So I was watching the conversation, like eating so Prasada, being like, wrap it up, man. He's telling you to get in the library. Damn it. Um, so I uh, got the fist and then, yeah, Yeah. I start moving towards the library, not like going into the library, but just walking in that, towards that, yeah, end, yeah. Of towards, towards that yeah. end of the table. Let yeah. Cassian know
5: Elderzone's alone in the library right now and this is our best chance to get there. Theraphit gave me his fist, and he said to go.
2: Theraphit fisted you. Theraphit
5: yeah. fisted me, <laughs> f- metaphorically. By fist! Okay. <laughs> I also don't know how to get um, this thing to attach to my hand,
2: but… we well, haven't tried anything uh, No, yet. I know, yeah, but uh,
5: let Cassian know, and we need to make a beeline for it now. This is our, our chance.
1: All right, so I look and at Cassian then, and then telepathically and tell him we gotta yeah. go. Under my cloak. Cassian! Uh, <laughs> Gatian. We gotta get to the library. The library. <laughs> the library <laughs> is open. <laughs> it's open, and he's alone.
3: Okay. Do we have any idea how long this feast
2: is supposed to go on?
1: What does the Sam? invitation say?
2: <laughs> we left it at the uh, door. The, the, the invitation said. Uh, the invite said dusk till question mark. Oh. Fucking okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. the question mark. <laughs> yeah. So I like, like when everybody does, I, mean, like I guess, 30, but we could go to, like, archives yeah. after. the <laughs> <no, like>, pub's <laughs> still open. We yeah. could
6: go to
2: the pub. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, you don't know how long it's supposed to last, but Elder Zone's words before he left were, you know, like, eat, drink, be merry, enjoy, and then rest well. So right.
4: that that
2: seems to imply, like, you know, have a good time. Mm-hmm.
3: So, like, I, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking back to, to um, Ildov. I say, I mean... He'll probably be alone for a while, won't he? It's not like these people are all gonna go bunk with him in the library after the party. I wanna I wanna figure out how to fly this ship.
1: But if we if we
5: Give me like five minutes, Yarfik is Tisa. stalking with AON at this point or like parallel to AON toward the library.
1: Alright, well okay. Five five minutes. Okay. I relay this to Yarfik and Aowen.
5: He needs to get on task. This isn't about the airship. I can't eat any. That's
3: more. That's our route out. Don't you guys get it? Yeah. That's our that's our getaway vehicle. We could do that afterwards.
6: Yes. But I I can't eat any more soppressata. So make it fast. I am full. <laughs> could you save me so some? I couldn't much reach the
2: table? Sodium. <laughs>
3: Sam, what have I been overhearing between Tizo and whoever she's this elf she's talking with while I've been while they've Seems been doing me um
2: some. uh roll perception. Let's see. Uh uh you've overheard bits and pieces of this this female elf who you've heard her name now is is Elamar. You've heard Tizo uh, uh, or Elamar coming up to Tizo and saying, you know, congratulations this is an amazing thing that that you've unearthed and somehow been able to keep hidden from from everybody even even me the master of communications. How do you intend to be able to uh, coordinate all of the, you know, all of the troop movements and everything from from this vessel. And Tizo assures her that there are, you know, the same mirrors that they use to speak with all the generals. There's one of them on the ship, so Elderson will still be able to, to use that and speak to anyone who is who is necessary. And of course, we can always, you know, uh, send a sending or a message or or, or uh, what have you. So that that is all. Uh, safely thought out this this is not something that we are you know blindly wandering into and that's sort of the conversation they're having and alamar okay. eventually it ends by Elamar saying like well fine I'm glad it's all thought out but I don't appreciate not being included and she sort of stalks off and then angrily eats a pig in a blanket
3: <laughs> I, I, I sidle up to Tizo and I say well she left in a huff <laughs> I'm told we have you to thank for this magnificent apparition uh,
4: Yes, yes, this is, uh, this is my doing. I'm very, very proud. Very proud.
3: You should be. My god, you could have knocked me over with a feather when it rose up from the from the ground like that. I mean, what is it? That's, it's a beast, though. It must require... I, I can't even imagine. Would you need a crew of 20, 30 to run
4: that thing? Uh, it... It uh, can run fairly light, if need be. It's, uh... You know, uh, uh, Lean in real quick. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, uh, you didn't hear it from me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, what's interesting about the ship is that it's actually run by an ancient elf soul. My goodness. So there's apparently way back when, before recorded history, uh, the elves had, had cracked uh, sort of levitation-based travel uh, but they they needed a power source you know, the only thing that they could they could come up with that was sufficiently powerful enough was was that of of the soul uh, so this this particular vessel is uh, powered by uh, an elf uh, named Rigel who can who can control most of the the necessary duties in terms of uh, you know navigation and movement uh, anything else for you know, positioning of cannons or weaponry or what have you. That, that's all stuff that, that you need physical labor to be done. But this, this ship actually does a lot of it. It's, it has a personality.
3: What an elegant solution, and one worthy of Elder Zone himself. <laughs> so you just talk to it and tell it what to do? My god, that's diabolically clever.
4: Yes, uh, you do I mean, you know, you do have to have a rapport. You have to of course. convince it, essentially. But once it's on your side... Mm-hmm. Well, Persuasion's always
3: been a strong suit of Elder Zone, right? Long may he reign. <laughs> oh, yes,
4: absolutely. He is, he is not one to disagree with.
3: Wow. You know, its I, I, I wonder what it must be like, giant brain like that, you know, cooped up away in that library by himself. What must he be thinking and pondering in there? Uh,
4: I couldn't begin to speculate. Uh, I mean... You know, the eons he's been down there, I assume he's read every book in that library. Who knows? Who knows? I melted. didn't catch your name.
3: Oh, it's Ringo. <laughs> it's Ringo. Ringo. It's an absolute delight to meet Ringo, you. And again, Ringo. you should be very proud. Enjoy your night. Have a few drinks. My gosh, you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and I and I'll sort of say, well, I've got lots of people to catch up with. It's been a bit since I've been down below, but uh, I really have a smashing evening. And I and I sort of slo- sidle away. Not okay. sleaze, you sidle. Yeah. This time I sidle. You know, I'm capable of many sibilant modes of transportation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you sidle away from Tizo, uh, sort of back towards the table. You know, grab another snack, pretend to say hello to somebody indistinctly. A couple of people are like me, me. Mm-hmm. Do you mean me? Me? And me? I sort of
3: wave them off. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to be sort of surreptitiously looking at, like, the library entrance and what mm-hmm. the sort of guard situation or yeah. how many people are paying attention to it, all that good stuff.
6: The four of us at the same time go, I've got time for
3: a party break.
6: And four. we go to the library. Where is the bathroom <laughs> here? The library, right? All right. Let's go. So. Uh,
1: discreetly, though. Like, we're not. Well,
5: yes. We don't want to show off that we have to go to the bathroom. Right.
2: Yeah. Right, right. I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! Yeah. <laughs> I
5: made boom boom.
2: Uh, let's get a perception roll, right? Here we go, AON. The best perception roll of the night.
1: No! Finally! Oh my god! <laughs> <Finally>. <laughs> nice. oh my god no! Yeah, take my. Good
3: timing because yeah. I got an eight.
1: I got a nat one. No worries. <laughs> uh,
2: I got an eighteen, All but
1: right. I
6: finally
2: got my nat twenty on perception. Yeah, yeah, eight. Uh, so Aelwyn, uh, looking at the uh, the open doors of the library once again. The double doors open outward yeah. are open. Yeah. The Nothics are down at the the uh, the head of the table still, just yeah. sort of like looking around at stuff. But there's no guards on the doors. Just inside the doors, you don't see any evidence of any guards. It's, it's mostly just kind of dark. There's like a, a hallway. Mm-hmm. Um.
5: casting you gonna be okay?
2: And the um. I got my. He has a monocle on. That's right. Now. Um, so, and then the, so really the only things sort of standing between you physically are like the velvet ropes that are set up because they go all the way to the, the walls of the, the front of the library, like mm-hmm. up the stairs. So you just have to sort of get over them and like not incur the notice of the Nothics. Uh, but otherwise it doesn't really look like anyone is paying attention. Meanwhile, Ildov, the dude's wings are like flapping in your face <laughs> and you can't go like oh you're like oh oh ow. Uh, ildov still standing near the chelian mm-hmm. um, you just you make like a real concerted effort to look at the doors mm-hmm. like like you're peering around him mm-hmm. and it's hard to see because he's he's a wide presence you see he, you know with mm-hmm. the wings and everything eventually you feel this sort of heavy plated Hand settle on your shoulder. You hear that same voice again. His head now turned towards you completely, Mm -hmm. and he looks down at you and he goes, "What are you doing?"
1: Oh, just, (laughs) I was just trying to see. uh, I was just kind of trying to guess if that was real velvet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just love velvet. You know, I just. Oh uh, my god!
2: Oh lord! Then go up, touch the rope.
1: You want me to come back? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Um, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I go up and touch the rope and then come it back. It is
2: soft AF.
1: Oh, that is real. Have you touched that? Yeah.
2: Everybody at the table goes, it's real
1: velvet. Remember oh my we God. Think about it the time? <laughs> Who thought we could afford real velvet? Oh, this is so good. That's so cool. Yeah. Very, very real. Uh,
2: Satisfied?
1: Well. (laughs) You know, for now.
6: (laughs) When she went up to touch the velvet, did, I mean, did the Nothics turn to look at her? Because she she had to have walked behind them to touch it, right?
2: She did have to walk behind them to touch it. The the Nothic sort of on the the left-hand side did, like, turn its head and follow her as Mm -hmm. she did so. So, we will be watched if we try to make it up into the library. Yes, and
6: know. we can't disguise ourselves or go invisible because the Gnothics will see.
1: We could dimension door. So, distraction. Or distraction. I have some thoughts.
6: As do I. Uh, so, we probably want to save is... the
1: spells. What? I was saying we could dimension door, but we probably want to save the spells. Yeah.
6: My chief thought is troll angry. Um.
1: Oh, oh! I didn't even think about that.
3: What were you thinking, Cassian? I was thinking um, an, an an illusion. I could cast major image of Quelar showing up and like doing some crazy magic, like making everybody think the party's being attacked by Quelar. Oh. I know we would have to do something with the Nothics because they would recognize that it's an illusion. So I have like half a plan. Right. But
6: so everybody but the Nothics would see this. I yeah. also
3: can cast blindness and i'm checking now to see if i can do that on more than one creature at once. i
6: also
5: have a distraction idea of the fly. Oh, just release the damn horse
3: fly okay. to go around
5: and bug everybody else, get their attention on the fly.
2: You want the fly to bug them?
5: Yes.
3: I don't hate that. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, and we could even we could jazz it up with some illusions, you know, to make it seem more impressive. Or wait, does the pipes of haunting affect everybody that can hear it?
2: Uh everybody within a thirty foot radius. Ooh. Save those that you designate.
3: So we could maybe make the Nothics and everybody near us like run in the other direction and cause a stampede. Within thirty but, feet but of you. They would... Yeah. I said everybody near us, but like that's still probably enough to make a big distraction, right? I don't know. I'm just thinking I'm thinking not out loud, obviously, like in the head chat,
2: but mm-hmm. On our Discord channel? Yeah. On the... Oh my god, there's the ever-burning
3: flask, too.
6: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think if we can use the ever-burning flask on Yerk Gurk in some way. That doesn't seem like it's coming from us.
1: Mage Hand. Knock the, here, knock here
3: the brazier over. Yeah. Uh, Iljav throws it with Mage Hand. I make a major image of uh, Quelar, like, bamfing in and throwing it on him. You know, the Nothics will know that that was an illusion, but they won't necessarily know where it came from, and there will still be a big on-fire troll.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can't what put it
3: think? out via non magic, yeah. Let's do it. Alright, boom. Let's go for it. So I, I surreptitiously well, are we all near each other? Where is Ildov still by the
2: Um, you you're not near each other yet, but you can I mean you're everyone is free to move about the premises. Yeah, so we can so. mingle without suspicion.
3: Sure. So we'll kinda we'll kinda get in a rough cluster sort of nearest nearest each other, near to the library without you know, near but far enough that it's not attracting suspicion. Mm-hmm. And I'll slip the ever-burning flask to, into the mage hand mm-hmm. and get ready to cast my illusion. Okay. What I'm going to make it look like when I fire this thing off mm. is that it's going to look like Quelar bursts out of the ground and hurls the flask into the troll's back and cackles and, and then disappears underground again, like into a tunnel.
2: Okay. So, order of operations... Ildov is summoning her sexy witch hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassian is passing off the ever-burning flask into sexy witch hand, which has a mood ring on it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, oh, okay. That's all- okay. <laughs> oh, it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
1: The
6: witch hand
2: is feeling sensual. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she is sensually holding the ever-burning flask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cassian is... Uh, Cassian, roll sleight of hand. So I'm assuming okay. you don't want anyone to see you casting a spell. Right
3: now. Yeah, right. I get advantage from the gloves, right? He, or, or the bonus from the gloves? Here is such
2: you do a, get the bonus from the gloves. Here's such a
6: good wrinkle. You remember how Qualar can detach his hands? Yeah. Oh. Can you oh, minor illusion look like the witch hand, hand to make it look like Quelar's hand?
3: Ooh, I love that, and then we don't even have to burn a big spell, like too big of a spell. I mean, well, yeah, a, a troll. What?
6: Well, I mean, you still might want to have Quelar there so everybody sees it. It's Quelar, but if they see a witch hand with a mood ring on it, fair enough. Right? Yeah. Then, you or, could, or I could just minor illusion. You could minor illusion. Yeah. yeah, you can major illusion Quelar, and I can minor illusion the hand.
3: Okay, Sam. For sleight of hand, I rolled a
2: twenty-eight. F- DC was twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So uh, with your twenty eight, you super under the radar, just like wiggle your fingers a whole bunch, no one even notices, and cast major image. Just like there's just this explosion of dirt and gravel as Quaylar like bursts up from underneath behind Yurkirk, and at that very it's loud
3: too, I make it loud like like a big mm-hmm. boom. Yeah, sound. of course. Like, uh, yeah.
2: So there's this big boom and burst. And uh, at that very same moment uh very same moment, Ildov, uh using sexy witch hand, throws the ever-burning flask um, it doesn't
6: even need to throw it. Can use the hand to crush the him. I minor illusion to look like Quailar's hand
2: mm-hmm. and pour it right on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, sure. So yeah, don't yeah. Have yeah. 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 yeah so don't you don't have to do to worry about So you just hold it above your and, yeah. Yeah. and pour it out. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for your homies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this. And it like, looks like Quailar's hand. Yeah, and it looks like Quailar's hand due to the minor illusion from Eowyn and this thick red liquid the minute it exits the 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 flask it begins to burn Mm -hmm. um and it drips down onto yurkirk's head and like down his back and this otherworldly howl comes out from him just this like as this magical burning starts and all of a sudden people from in the crowd are like Oh my god, is that Quaylar? What? What? What's going on? Someone mm-hmm. uh, put Yurkirk out! And he's disappearing back down like a fake tunnel. Yes, and he disappears back down the fake tunnel, uh, and then the ground after he disappears is like perfectly flat as mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, it just closed in on itself. But Yurkirk is like flailing around now on fire, like grabbing every liquid off the table he can and pouring on himself, but it does nothing. And everyone else is rushing forward to his aid in this... Yeah. catastrophe and then the nothics are looking at it the nothics have 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 run over as well the nothics okay, are okay. ducking
3: in the library all right. dashing right let's in go for the library yeah
2: and so the four of you dash into the library uh are you leaving the doors
3: open no
1: yes yes i don't want
2: people to, to to notice
3: that the doors were closed and come in and look at us right? i don't want people to come
1: Wait. in and Can get we us lock it all. The door?
3: If we
6: close the doors the doors can be opened
3: yeah there's no way that 30 people out here and two crazy magic things can't bust their way in here if they decide to the, our best right. bet is to not have anybody notice that we're
2: gone all right all right so you run into the library proper through this this dark darkish tunnel that uh, there is a light at the end I nice. see <laughs> oh that's nice nice uh, and uh, the the sounds of yerergurk's screams of pain, Uh, As you get farther in, begin to sort of fade a little bit and get less and less and less. And the sound from inside the library is eerily quiet. The corridor you're in is about like 15 by 15, you know, easily large enough for Elder Zone to make his way through. And there is another set of doors at the end um that are currently closed but you can see light around the the edges of the we've only
6: encountered these two doors so far there's no door on either side it's just a hallway there's no just
2: a hallway into the library okay Okay.
3: i'm getting my um i'm getting aju's tear out of the bag of holding and swapping it
2: for my my regular rapier okay are you putting it in your sheath or are you holding it out
3: um i'm gonna keep it sheathed for now because we're sort of still stealthing. okay i'm gonna try to
5: Place the hand on my stump and see what it does because I just, I have it. I don't know what else to do with it at
2: this point. So you uh take you you all sort of stop for a second to like gather your things. Cassian takes out Aji's tear. Uh, Yarfik, you you take the the marble hand uh out of your cloak and you sort of hold your stump out and, and unwrap the bandage that was on it and you take the the marble hand and not really knowing what to do, you just sort of place it like the cap of it over your stump and you place it on and sort of like twist it into the appropriate orientation and the marble of it begins to sort of on its own just sort of expand onto your arm all the way like halfway up your forearm. Nice. Um, And then it forms like a a perfect ring around your arm that's sort of this like band of silver almost and then the hand sort of like all the, the fingers flex out and then they relax. I try to move it. And you try to move it, and it moves. Nice. And nice. the hand is even adjusted to be the same size as your other hand. It's, cool. So it's adjusted down to... I reach into the bag of holding and toss fixed hand away. <laughs> I'm like, we don't need that one! no more.
3: <laughs> No, they can trace the
6: fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> um... My thought is that uh, that I don't think Eldezon will be able to get that hand off of you because if he could he would have taken it off. Theraphid if, right. oh, if it were a magical if it were magically fact. attached right because he has anti magic vision yeah vision so why would he keep it on Theraphid but don't know we'll, we'll, don't have, know. To, we'll, we'll have, to have to see.
3: Yeah we'll, we'll see. So should we talk a little bit about the plan when we actually engage? Do we have
6: time? It's Elderzone. We don't know what we're going into. Yeah I don't know.
1: know what I mean.
6: We hit him with everything can we can. Yeah. Shall we aid and give ourselves some boosts and boons? Um, We're gonna need them.
3: I am going to. I think whatever else, right off the bat, I'm going to hit him with one of the one of the Ajia's tear spells that can blind him, because
4: that could potentially take
3: a huge amount of his power away. Um, And it's not even like the blindness comes from the flash of light, so I don't think his anti magic will help him with it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm wondering, strategy-wise, is if it makes more sense for me to hit him with a sunburst right at the beginning for massive damage and and, tr- and hope that that blinds all of his eyes at once, or plunk at him with the sunbeam, which I can keep active until I break concentration.
5: Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um... The blindness, I don't know if that'll take away his actual anti-magic eye. It just but won't allow him to see. he won't know where to direct it, hopefully. Right. It really becomes, do we want to walk in and just guns blazing or do we want to actually go in and, and discuss with him? Because he seems like he might be one to talk before uh, fighting.
3: I think surprise is one of our only advantages at this point. But, that, I mean, that's me. What, what does everyone
6: else mm-hmm. think? I agree. We don't want to go talk to him. Right.
5: The other thought I had was we have that sharp powder. If we can get close enough, we can throw it in the eye, damage mm-hmm. the All eye.
3: Right. <laughs> get some glass in his eye. But, honestly, I, I, I kind of love that. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm willing to go up and be the sacrificial lamb if I have to.
1: Uh, mage hand, y'all. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> I, As say long bl- he I say he keep we. I say we do know.
5: I say we physically blind him, the best we can, and then hit him with everything
6: we have. Blind
3: him okay. if any means necessary. So I, th- the the sunburst spell, which I think is going to be our best bet. It's more damage. It's you know uh, harder to avoid, um, and it's you know. Uh, it's it's one burst but then I don't have to maintain concentration on it afterwards I have to that's a that that blasts out for me 60 feet in all directions so I'm gonna have to kind of go in solo first or at least you know be far ahead of you guys at first um, I can cast haste on myself to speed up a, a lot to be a lot you know make it a, a lot easier to get in position
1: I could cast hold monster okay
3: I know I like that, that
5: too. While this is all going on, I'm going to cast Aid at third level. Mm-hmm. So you're going to okay. get
3: 15 hit points now. So 10. Uh, Does that stack with the other one? The, the other, other one got gone. dispelled when you walked through the oh, area. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: So that's why I'm doing it. Cool. So, so it's, it's 15. 15 more, and then the it's 10 more plus the five extra temporary. Mm-hmm. So very nice. Yes. It's not much. Sorry. How many more.
3: temporary? How many are temporary? So you five
5: out? are temporary, and the other. 10 are there until the eight hours is up and
6: then they're gone whatever we do just make sure we walk in in a straight line yes (laughs) open and with all our defenses
3: is there anything else um anyone can do to make it easier for me to get close to him without getting zapped with anti-magic the one downside of haste is that when it when it wears off or gets dispelled i'm I'm out for like six seconds
5: i've got you on that don't worry Uh, invisibility invisibility
3: Oh, nice. Okay, I love that, uh, too.
5: If, if Ildov can cast it on you, or all of us, we can get an invisible and get in, but we need to do this quick, now. Yeah,
3: let's go. I mean, we're, we're having this conversation on the move, I'm assuming, right?
2: Well, no, you stopped to- To put on the hand get and get stuff, so we've got to get oh, going. Right,
3: okay.
5: Ildov, can you make us invisible?
1: I can only make one- I can only make two creatures invisible.
5: At fifth level?
3: Why would you cast it at fifth level?
6: Because she has
5: to.
3: All her spells are
1: cast at the Oh, right, 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 right,
3: right, 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 right. Oh, it doesn't, you can't do additional targets at higher levels with invisibility? Oh,
1: no, I guess I can.
3: Okay. I mean, it'll go yeah. off as soon as we cast a spell or attack, but it's still a useful for the initial moment of surprise. Right,
5: we just have to get in the door.
1: Yeah. Um,
5: do you want to use your spell or not? It's up to you.
6: Time's a ticking.
1: I feel like I'd rather save it for a, an attack. Yeah. But... Right,
5: then we're sneaking in as we sneak. Best we can.
3: Okay. Uh, great. Well... I, as I'll just cast haste on myself as soon as we're ready to go, and and Yarf can cast uh, invisibility, or whoever can cast invisibility on me at the same time.
5: No, no, that was the thing. I was asking Ildov to do it because she was the oh, only oh, could. Oh, don't have it. Okay. No, That's I don't funny. have invisibility.
3: You can hold monster though, right? To
6: yeah, it, hopefully. I yeah. can Cast sleep on you.
5: Ninety
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Temptive>. nine. <Nighty-night.
4: laughs>
2: no, we're all good. Okay. So, you. Uh, have this conversation make sure you have all your items and as this is all going on you're all just like standing in a group in the hallway i assume you No,
5: know, off to the side of it we're uh, not like standing a loose like the best group, can. Not
3: a, certainly not a straight line
5: yeah. of any
2: kind <laughs> certainly no discernible pattern um <laughs> uh so you're standing scatterplot yeah uh and um in fact one of us is up towards the ceiling who's who who would you say is like Towards the library and who's towards the the entrance. So I'm like towards the library. Guy. Okay, I,
3: I would, yeah,
5: I would probably Cassian.
2: be relatively close there. Would be right the, up front. And okay. I would be the towards the, the rear. Who's rearest? probably Probably me. So, as this conversation is happening in this oh, relatively dark hallway... And yeah, are keeping it as quiet as we can. And you're keeping it as quiet as you can. Or, wait, maybe tele-
3: telepathi- telepathy it?
2: Or telepathying it, that's yeah. fine, too. Mm-hmm. Um, a, when you feel a tap on your shoulder. Oh, and God. And you turn, and you hear a very familiar voice say, Hey, guys. <gasps> What? I heard you needed help. Uh, what? It's Olash. No! Yes! no! And that's where we'll end this episode. What? Yes! Yes! What? what? What?
0: Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teenpumaknife.com. We've been real good boys, girls, and non-binary identifying individuals this year, and the only thing on our holiday wish list is a nice podcast review, specifically of our show. Oh, it would make us ever so happy, it would. Imagine our faces if we woke up on the 25th, looked under the non-denominational pine tree in our living room, and found that you went to patreon.com slash iwvtcast and decided to support the show it would probably look a lot like the smile you would get after lighting the candles on our non-denominational menorah and opening a box filled with socks and a funky fresh shirt from dumpstattees.com purchased using the promo code IWPA. And if you're more of a festivus for the rest of us kind of gal, then feel free to air your grievances on our wiki over at IWVT.fandom.com. We got so much holiday spirit, we're practically choking on it. The improvised weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time to find out just how our special guest got where she got. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production.